Hello, and welcome to Ready and Newman's Daily Podcast, your go-to place for common questions about immigration to the United States. Ready and Newman is a team of experienced business immigration attorneys who handle a host of visa categories and complex immigration cases. This podcast will provide an insight into our daily free conference calls hosted by our attorneys, as well as discussions on hot immigration topics. Please note that information provided is not to be construed as legal advice for your specific situation and does not constitute an engagement with Ready & Newman PC or establish an attorney-client relationship. For specific advice on your situation, please contact an attorney. Here's your host. Hi, this is Rahul Reddy. Today is February 22nd. The time is about 11.30 a.m. Ready and MPC has been conducting conference call for the past 10 years. If you have any, uh, if you have questions, please raise your hand. And if you're a newcomer, please let our team know that you're a newcomer and put your camera on. Um, and let our team know that you're a newcomer. Ram? Yes. Yes, Ram, go ahead. I can, I can help you. Um, Hi Rahul, um, very good morning. Uh, I have a question. I, I'm a newcomer, first of all, so I I don't know. Do I have to do any sort of formalities? No, no, no. Just ask the question, please. Okay. If I I'm currently H1B and my I140 approved, and it has been passed 180 days with my current employer. Mm-hmm. I change a new employer. Um, will it end when I will change to a new employer? If my old employer will remove my I140. Um, terminate or they will remove it. Will it impact mm-hmm. anything to my wife's H4 EAD? No, sir, it does not. You told me the I-140 has been approved for more than 180 days, right? Correct, sir. That's what you told me. If that yes, is true, sir. then it will not affect your wife's H4 EAD application right now. It won't affect in her lifetime. She will still get the H4 EAD approval. Okay. And if my new employer um, will able to file my H-1B extension indefinitely uh, because they will file... Absolutely. They can do it indefinitely until your final action date is current. Even then, he can still do it, but he may get only one year at that time. Okay? Uh, Sorry, sir. I missed your last point, sir. You you can do it in, in... You can get it indefinitely extended. Okay, so, um, and if they will, so to get my green card, I want, um, you know, green card, they have to file again the param and the I-140, new param and I-140. That is right. You are absolutely right. Okay, that makes sense. Next person, please. Um, Shiva? Hi, um, question on, like, I'm applying my 485, and um, so I, I saw your video, like, uh, you don't have to mention any speeding tickets. Uh, in the 485, um, mm-hmm. but my, um, I have one um, like bus stop uh, um, um, violation and which is like I paid um, a fine of like $250 and that there is no other sequence. What do you mean by that. bus stop violation? Stopping for the bus stop. Is it for a um, car? What, 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 do you, what exactly happened? Sorry, school bus stop. <coughs> oh, not okay. Even stop. That's and I have to just pay. Yeah, that's fine. You pay 250. That's fine. It's still a traffic violation. 
you don't have to mention yeah. that. Okay. Yeah, that's all. Next person, please. Sandhya. Hi. Yes, Sandhya. Yes, Sandhya. Hello. Hello. Hi. Uh, so I filed uh, my, um, I, we did a downgrade in October to EB3 and my priority date is uh, May 2013, May 15, 2013. And uh, my husband was uh, dependent on my application. Um, so right when his priority date is um, Jan 2013. So right now his date is current in FAD. Do you suggest uh, I interfile? with me as primary or should we do a refile with my husband's application don't in by telling that your husband now will be the primary refile the entire application refile his entire application right you be as a dependent okay so the next question is so he has been out of status in the past for 135 days because his mm -hmm. university was shut down 11 years ago but then he mm -hmm. did do a re-entry so since his last re-entry he's never been out of status so would that have any kind of an impact on our application if we do a refile with my husband's no ma'am it will not okay. there are two exceptions available for it one his out of status is only less than 180 days okay the second thing is that he is out of status, not unlawfully present. Yes. Okay. Okay. Um, so the third thing is that because F1 has a duration of status, so he cannot be, he cannot be considered to be a uh, undocumentedly present in this country. Okay. The second exemption that he is, he has available is mm -hmm. they should only look into out of status from his last entry into United States to current. Okay. They should yeah. not look into the previous out of status issues. Status. So sense. that in that also is exempt. So okay. I don't see any problem in you, him getting the green card, okay. but I definitely don't want you to do the mm -hmm. interfiling. Interfiling. Okay. Makes sense. So in that, uh, those 10 questions would be the right. Were you lawfully present in the country? So that do we select as a, uh, yes? Uh, Let's say I'm not going to answer this question in the conference call. Okay. There are okay. reasons for it. Okay? okay. If you want, you can consult me privately. Okay. Sure. Thank you so much. Appreciate it. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Hi, Rahul. Uh, thanks for taking my call. So my question is regarding my parents' B2 visa. So they were here mm -hmm. in the US in 2020 during COVID and I extended their, and their uh, I applied for extension of the application. Mm -hmm. uh, and they left within that extension time frame. So I extended until December and they left in November. But six months after they left, USCIS sent for biometrics uh, uh, request. But I responded with a request to withdraw, for which USCIS responded with a denial. So uh, what do we do? So um, my research as far as I've done is says that we, they need to go for another uh, the visa once more. Is that correct? Or what that would be the best. Now? That would be the best. And right now it's a Dropbox. So what? So is that a new visa or is that an extension or what do they exactly do? Just explain to them saying that because the B two was being denied, you're applying mm -hmm. for the for the visa. It will be a Dropbox. It will be a Dropbox. And are there any risks because this was denied? The extension. I would rather there are more risks in them coming into United States and getting deported than getting 
I, I would definitely want them. I definitely want them to apply for the visa. I don't want them to take a chance of coming into United States and risking themselves out of not okay. ever coming into United States. Okay, but this is a new visa or just a, what do they apply? Is just an extension? It's a new visa. It's a new visa. Okay, got yeah. it. Thank okay. you. Okay. Next person, please. Sanjeev. Hi. Uh, my question is around I-485. My priority date is August 2011. And uh, we I filed the EB-3 downgrade uh, in October 2020, and it went to famous Texas Service Center. Now, uh, when we're looking into the new option, what they are saying to do interfile, we we followed your you know suggestion. We asked our attorney to go for a fresh filing. And the company is not supporting it. They don't want to go for a fresh filing. First of all, I never said that you should do fresh filing. I left the option open for you. Oh, okay. So they are saying no to fresh filing. And my priority date is current in EB3 as well as in EB2. Both places already current. You did not tell me whether your I-140 with EB3 has been current. It's current. Okay, go ahead with your question. My I-140 is current with both... EB2 as well as EB3, right? So both are current. So the company is only supporting interfiling. And now, as far as we read, right, even for the interfiling, the application will go to Texas for processing. What is the point in my case of doing interfiling? Should I do it? Or should I, I would do? not recommend interfiling for you because you are current in both EB2 and EB3s, right? Yes, sir. I do not recommend interfiling for you. So just wait then for keeping That's the right. finger. Okay. Okay. And one last question, sir. This new center they created for interfiling California, are they doing processing also? Or are they just taking the application and sending it back to Texas? Or we, we, don't have, know? we have no clue right now. No clue. We have no clue because we haven't received the receipt notices yet for any of those things. So you would suggest me just wait, right? In my case. Right. Okay. Right. That's, that's the only question I have. Thank you, sir. Thanks for your time. Please. Hello. Um, hello, sir. Thank you for taking the call. So my question is, uh, we have applied for H-1B in mid of November, uh, which is valid mm -hmm. till April 2022. Uh, but at that time, we are not aware of H-4 uh, 180-day extension. Uh, so we applied for H-4 and H-4 EID at the same time. Um, my question is, uh, is there a way that uh, uh, she can go out of the country and uh, get a revalue. When is the rich for expiring? Uh, April 20, uh, 2022. In two months. April, April 2022, 2022 April, is, yeah. is when the I-94 is expiring. Correct. And you already applied for H-4 and EAD extension. Correct. When is your H-1B expiring? Uh, same day. Uh, April 29th, 2022. So, if she wants to go to Mexico and coming back, first your H-1B has to be approved. Yeah, I'm, I will apply for premium processing. Yeah, once, once your H-1B is approved, once your H-1B is approved, you can use that going to Mexico, she can try to use that. Follow our directions, you'll be fine. Okay. Uh, and I'll and give you the directions. Come back. Yeah. Once, once you come back. Come right? back um, does she need to apply H4 and H4 EAD? Fresh, fresh H4? No. Or can she we... already applied. She doesn't need it. 
how does he inform that with a new n do, do we need to interfile or something you don't have to you don't have to do anything you're good oh okay uh, and one one more question i'm we're also waiting for i485 um and uh, does does it have any impact once it what is your priority date uh 2010 december uh, but it went to texas service center uh, because of employment change so is advance parole still pending yeah we did not receive ead or advance parole her advance parole will be cancelled you have to refile the advance parole but for it find everything will go through as as they are nothing is going to happen with them okay so we we can just file only that particular advance parole that's right okay thank you sir next person hello uh, hi rahul sir good morning so rahul sir i have one question uh, currently my uh, h1b is valid uh, september 23 with uh, employer a now employer b is transferring my petition and i want to leave the country so means like a uh, petition is not started so can i uh, leave the country uh, during the uh, h1b uh, processing uh, transfer processing leave and what do what no no i'm just coming for the coming back just going for the vacation to india so you're going to vacation and um, so when you come back though when you're leaving are you working with company a or company b company a only so when you come back also you'll still be working with company a yeah but in the meantime uh, company b i would i would not don't file for the transfer when you're going out on the vacation once you come back you apply for the transfer i'll apply for it and let's mm-hmm. say if i hold on and i i'll cancel my plan later i will come back on let's say if i join the company b and going to india after 3 months or 4 months do i need to stamp do i need to is your stamp expiring of company a uh, in 20, september of 2023 23. yeah okay so you know sir you don't need stamping with company b you can just come back without any stamping mm-hmm. but you have to show the h1b i797 of company b mm-hmm. make sure you get the i94 until company b don't check the i94 two years after you come into united states check it immediately if there is a problem you contact a lawyer we know how to fix it but don't mm-hmm. check it after one year or two years check it as soon as you come back Yes, as soon as I come back, okay. And what is your suggestion for I? I should not leave the country during the H one B transfer process. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. Next okay. person, please. Pujit. Hello, yes. So my question is, I can't hear you properly, Sujit. Hello, can you hear me now? Is it better now? Yeah, it's getting a lot of disturbance. Though, try. Okay, I'll just make it quick. So my H one B was approved, but. i haven't even to get a stamping and now i'm trying to change the employer so does when i make the employer change my s1b will be trans is there any way i can transfer my s1b as well it has does your h- does your h1b came with the i94 yes <clears throat> yeah you can absolutely transfer one company to another company you don't have to get the stamping to transfer from company a to company b and how long does the transfer generally take because my stem ed is going to expire on whoa 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 you're not on stem ed you got the h1b approval you said with the i94 uh, 
I am not here on I-90 as of now because I'm currently on stability. That's the my status is. My you stem. told me you told me you have a H-1B approval, is right? I got the H-1B approval, uh, seven ninety-seven. But uh, see, the copy I don't have with the copy with me, so, so everything with the employer. I was trying to reach out to them, but I haven't received anything. So as of so, now, are you I'm, working? So, if did they apply for change of status? Did they apply for the consular process? Uh, they had applied for change of status, but it was denied, and then they accepted. Why was it? Why was the change of status denied? You're going uh, to Cumberland or Campus Bill? No, the reason it was like they filed my application when I was not in US. I was back in home back in for the one month period, and at that time they filed my application. Ah, I asked you many times whether you got the H one B the ninety four. You said you had it. Okay, so. Technically, no other company can file a transfer application except the company that filed the H-1B for you. Um, You're not counted toward the H-1B number because for counting the H-1B number, one of the two things should happen. You must have the passport stamping, which you did not. Mm -hmm. You must have had the. Uh, you must have had the. Uh, you must have had the I-797 with the I-94 validly staying in this country, but the I-94 is not there. So no, you cannot transfer the, to different company right now. Uh, okay. okay. So I have to stick with them and get the stamping. With or them. you apply with another company in the lottery system that is coming right now. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah, got it. Next person, please. Thank you. Frederick. Hello, Rahul sir. Um, yes. Uh, actually, uh, this is my uh, second time. Yesterday, I did speak to you. Uh, regarding my L1A to H1. So I have a couple of follow-up clarifications on that. Um, so uh, I'm just contemplating on the option that you said, uh, asked me to like, you know, uh, apply, uh, go out of United States and come back. So I'm just trying to go to uh, Canada and just re-enter using my L1A, uh, which I feel is a kind of viable option. I have a few clarifications. Uh, so while I do so, I just want to let you know that uh, my current L1A employer has filed an extension for L1A. That's fine. Uh, in, in that won't change anything what we discussed. Okay, so it, it remains the extension will not be impacted. Is it? Yeah. And should I uh, should I uh, uh, give the uh, latest I-94 to the L1A company uh, to update the extension or something after I come back? You can. Okay, okay. So it's not going to impact. My second question is uh, uh, my dependents uh, also like, you know, the company be applied for a change of status. So will that get withdrawn or should I take any action on that? Uh, they should leave with you and come back to. Okay. So, and what happens to the application that is pending with the CIS for? Uh... You can withdraw it. You can okay. withdraw it once they come back. Technically, once they travel though, it should have been abandoned, but you never know. Withdraw it. Uh -huh. So, we'll have to apply for a withdrawal, is it? Yes. Okay. That's better way. Okay. And uh, lastly, what happens to the H1B, which is approved with company B? Uh, will that be still valid at some point? I can reuse. Yeah, or... you can always convert into some other company at any point of time because mm -hmm. you have a valid I-94 at one point of time. Okay, sir. Thank Unlike you. Unlike the previous time. Okay. Okay. Thank you so Let's much. Let's go to the next person, please. Um, two questions for a person, please. Uh, Gayatri, can you go to the newcomers, please? Yes, sir. And newcomers, please let us know if you did not get a chance. Go ahead. Next person, please. Hi, Rahul. Yes, ma'am. I'm Sandhya. Actually, I'm new to this forum. Uh, I'm a Canadian citizen born in India. Actually, I'm, I'm planning to move to USA now 
So is it Canadian to... citizen born in India? Okay. Yeah. So is it okay. better to come on TN visa or uh, apply for H one? Which one is better option? Obviously, H one will be much better for you eventually for you to get the green card though. So okay. if I have an option to apply in the lottery right now, I will apply in the lottery. Okay. But okay. if if I don't get in the lottery, then I'll go with the TN visa. Okay. So in the meanwhile, like first, if I go for the TN visa later on, file for H one, will that affect any time if I cross the border no. or if I go? No, okay. it will not. It will not be any problem if you come on TN visa and convert into H one B. Oh, okay. Okay. So I have to stay in uh, within United States. You mean uh, after filing H one? Because once you yeah. file it, then it will be a dual intent, right? They will not let you go on. Yeah, to once you but once you file it, yeah, that's right. Once you file H one B, well, H one B by itself is not a dual intent though. But okay. yeah, it's better that that you stay in the country at the time when you apply for the L one, sorry, T into H one transfer. T into H one. Okay, so I can okay. come on T N first and then later on convert it to H one. That's right, ma'am. You can do that too. Okay. Okay. Next Thank person, please. Sunda. Hey, hi. Uh, so, 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 my question is: uh, I just got an uh, my my whole priority date is uh, EB three, two thousand fourteen June. I got an EAD last year. Uh, is your I one forty approved? Yes, yeah, one forty approved. I I got my GC EAD also last year. Um, uh, in that when when the, when the dates moved moved forward okay. for EB three, and my employer asked me to update my I nine. Mm-hmm. Okay, my but my current H one is active till and till June this year, uh, mm-hmm. but now because the e, I filed for EB, uh, I I filed for EAD renewal because I just got one year EAD earlier, right? Mm-hmm. So now the renewals are taking more than thirteen months, and there's a risk that I may be on loss of pay because of that, right? Because even if it doesn't come six months after, but the your H one B is active right now, is it right? Correct. So can my current employer file for transfer on that same, even though I updated my I nine? just because you updated i9 that doesn't mean that you moved into the ead as long as you did not started employment on h on ead for example if you work for a different company then you use ead let's okay. say your h1b is with the metropolitan statistical location of houston but you move to dallas then you use ead but if you're at the same location no no nothing is there you you can still uh, actually no, no. I had my actually I had my uh, EAD I had I had my H one in Indianapolis but I updated I nine and and I moved to Houston. Ah, then you are an EAD right now. Oh, so my current employer cannot file for transfer, but can I get it transferred through a new employer? Still, because you violated the H one B status, though. Oh, They so can file I'm... the H one B, then you will have to go outside the country to get the stamping. Oh, so even if I get it transferred, I have to get it stamped and come back. Yeah, and another thing is that you have the six months rule. You know that is right. Yeah, yeah. So I am just trying to think. Uh, most, know. yeah, most probably it will be approved within the period of time that you are speaking about. Okay. Oh no, so but yeah, if not, then you'll have to go outside the country to get the H one B stamping. Um, even now within six months or after six months. Within six months or after six months, if you want to move to H one B, you have to get the stamping. Even even for transfer or and even if my even transfer, transfer or extension, whichever it is, you have to, because you use the EAD now. Okay, got it. So now I'm officially on EAD because I changed my location. 
Right. Next person, please. Okay, thank you. I Hello. If you're a newcomer, you have to put your camera on. Let our team know. Hello, Rahul sir. Rahul sir, can you hear me? Yes, I can. Okay. okay. So as a green card holder, so I just got my green card like in last September. Uh, my question is like, can we work on two w more than one W-2? I think yes. But do do the W-2 and like an employer will have like any specific policy that restricts us to not to do uh, like multiple W-2s or like that's, the same that's time? That's up to the company what they can put the restriction on you. Okay. That's up to the company though. As far as the immigration is concerned though, uh -huh. is, as far as immigration is concerned though, you're perfectly all right to work. My wife works, my wife gets eight W-2s. Okay. So so she doesn't have like any restrictions within that company? Uh, they don't have any restrictions? Yeah. Within okay. the, she's in healthcare and healthcare normally don't have any restrictions. Okay, and I should I should ask my employer to see if they have any restrictions or so, right? Some of the if, people. If I ask, like, they don't, it won't be good, right? Yeah. At the most, they get fired. At the most, they get fired. Okay. Okay. That's if you right, ask, that's you, you may be in trouble. Okay. Yeah. 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 Okay. All right. Thank. Okay. Thank you, sir. Thank you. You have to pick. Okay. You want mom or food? You can't pick both. Next person, okay. please. All right, sir. Thank you. Um, hi, Rahul. Yes, ma'am. Hey, um, so I have a quick question. So I'm on H4 and my husband is on H1. So if we go to India, it will be our first time stamping. Um, initially, I did enter on F1, but I kind of lost that passport, which has that stamping. And Yuck. Yeah. Yeah. USPS kind of misplaced my entire package. That's another story. Um, and now we received a PR from Canada. And I was just wondering if we can go there for our first time stamping. Is it an option that we can use? You can try. If you are a PR in Canada, you may consider yourself as a resident and try to go for stamping there. Um, that's not a problem. Oh, awesome. And I mean, you, know the, you know the automatic revalidations, right? Yeah, that is there. But I just want to make sure, you know, um, the reason I want to go there for stamping is because um, just that we have stamps and passport. Like I have no stamp at all. I, I just have those copies because they lost my old passport. Okay. Give me one second, ma'am. Okay. Yeah, sure. And I'm not sure if, you know, we'd go to India in the near future because of all the chaos. Okay, um, I'm just checking if the passport losing will have any impact on automatic revalidation. I don't see any problem with the automatic revalidation. You know sure. what? You know what automatic revalidation is, right? Yep, yep. Yeah, absolutely. yeah. You can go to Canada, ma'am. You're fine to go to Canada for stamping. Awesome, thank you. Next person, because because you're a resident of Canada, that gives a different authority for you to go there. Next person, please. Awesome. Thanks. Uh, hello, sir. Uh, I'm on H1B and uh, mm -hmm. I am approved I-797 till uh, 2024. Uh, May. Does it have an I-94? Yes, it does have an I-94. And uh, my wife entered US on uh, in May of this year 
and uh, our uh, H4 was expiring in uh, July 1st, on July 1st. So when she entered, I asked her to show July the... July 1st of which year? July 1st of uh, 2020, uh, sorry, 2021, right? It was last year, July 20th. So when she entered, I asked her to show the new I-797 to the CBP officer. When did, and, until uh, what time did she got the I-94? Uh, she got till 2024. So She May has of, an I-94 until 20, May 20, of 2024 yes. on H-4 visa. Okay. Yes, but her okay. visa has expired, but she has a valid I-94. Uh, mm -hmm. And now I'm changing a job. So uh, I'm changing the job. So I might get a new I-797. So should I be filing for H-4 extension for her? Um, does she uh, does she have an EAD? She had in the past, uh, but she's not currently using it. Okay. Yeah, I mean, you don't need to file it immediately, but the only issue would be that when you file a H-1B, you'll get a H-1B until March of 2025, and she has only H-4 until May of 2024. So technically, right. you don't need to file a H-4 for her right now, but right. you need to file her H-4 before May of 2024. Okay. And she can go, when she goes to India, she can come back. Uh, she anyways has to get the stamping. Then she would get. Yeah, the... that's fine. Yeah, that's fine. She, she, she can, as long as she gets a stamping before, as long as she, she, if she's in the country, you have to extend her visa before May of 2024. 24. Otherwise okay. she's fine. Okay. okay. So the new H1B I talked about is a different employer. That doesn't change her status. Anymore. That doesn't change anything what we discussed. H4 Thank is you, given to her, not to the company. As long as she is married, you maintain the H1B, you're good. It doesn't matter whether you change 10 different companies. Thank you. Next person, please. Yeah. Uh, good morning, Mr. Hedy. I'm Balaji. Uh, actually, I have uh, filed H1B in premium along with H4 and H4 EAD, uh, concurrent EAD. And I have my H1B approval until May 2025. I'm planning to send my wife uh, to Mexico. Uh, can she travel with H1 without having H1B stamping? And also, she only has an old letter with her, which is valid until June 20, uh, 2022. And can she come back when she? What does mean old letter? No, I seven seven nine seven. I mean, so which is the old I seven nine seven with a valid I ninety four until June two thousand and twenty two. That's right. Which is expiring in probably four months. Four months, yeah. Okay. And when perfectly she comes all back, right. perfectly all right, no problem with it. Okay, when she comes back to the immigration officer, should she show the new letter which I have? Not letter, not letter, oh, not letter, don't use it. H1B. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Okay. Thank you very much. Thank you. 797. Thank you. Thanks for your time. Next, next person, please. Ram. Uh, <clears throat> uh, yes, Pranji. So uh, this is Ram. Uh, it's one follow-up question, sir. Um, so like my I-140 approved with and which is 180 days has been passed. Uh, and my wife has four extension and EAD is valid till 2024 October. If I'm changing the employer, is it required to file as for extension and EAD again? I would though, because 
you are going to get a H1B extension until what time? Probably it's going to be March of 2025. So between October of 2024 and March, March of 2025, there's almost six months periods, right? Yes, sir. So that EAD, does she work? Uh, yes. Yeah, you can file right now or you can file after one year, but definitely I would not let closer to October to 2024 though. The reason is that they're going to take a long time to get the EAD approval. You know that is right. So that's the reason I'm a bit worried about it. But if you don't want to, you can always file in 2023. Somewhere in June of 2023 might be ideal. It's up to you if you want to file right now. But for you, since your wife is working, I would put a deadline of June 2023. The previous guy, I said it is until the I-94 expires. But your wife, I put one and a half year before. Sure, sir. Sir, last question. If I apply for the extension, if it is in the in-progress status, will it impact your current EAD anything? No, sir. Absolutely not. Okay. She Thanks. can continue working until October 2020. I'll Thanks. take the last question. If you guys missed, guys, uh, please don't forget that we do have a YouTube and Facebook Live. Um, and uh, we take one hour continuous questions there, though. Uh, that's about 5 p.m. Central Time. Last question today. Uh, hi Rahul, uh, thanks for taking the call. So I do have a question on uh, uh, traveling to India. Okay, I'm on H1 and uh, my wife is having uh, H4 EAD and she is working. And uh, so if I travel to India and uh, uh, it takes two months to come back, I do have a, a appointment for uh, stamping as well. Will there be any issue for her? Uh, is is she moving out of status uh, because I'll be traveling to India? Is is that okay? You are traveling to India. You're not moving to India. You're yeah. traveling. That's what you told. Absolutely yes. not a problem. So how many uh, days is it uh, safer side to be back uh, into US? If it's less than three months, you're fine. If it's more than three months, I want you to contact a lawyer. Okay. And uh, next question, uh, like uh, it is uh, something like I'm going for a stamping and I joined this company uh, since last uh, one and a half year and I'm working on uh, uh, working from uh, home only. I don't have any client location and it's for an internal project. Do you see any issues uh, can come up? Can you give me the company name? Uh, it's uh, Logan Britton. How do you spell it? L O. G-A-N-B-R-I-T-T-O-N. Logan and after that, Brit, one word or two words? Uh, it's one word. I can type that in the chat. I have it. I have it. Yeah. It's a very small company though. Yeah. And... That's going to be tough for getting the stamping. I mean, I'm checking a couple of other things. Naperville, Texas. Yeah. But we are working on a, a product. Uh, so 
that doesn't even have an office for them <clears throat> okay you are asking for trouble okay i'm not telling that it's not a good company um but when i looked into their office they don't even have an office space uh, um go ahead they have an office in naperville uh, but uh, it's a shared space i know that's the reason shared space means 100 dollars everybody gets the same address if you okay. call that as an address though i'll be very surprised so definitely when i look into the profile of the company if you're going though yeah i mean don't don't okay not okay thank yeah. you Next, Thanks, uh, thank you guys uh, the next conference call will be tomorrow at 4:30 pm central time thank you for listening to ready and newman daily podcast we sincerely hope that you've taken something valuable out of it don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review for more information or if you want to make an appointment check out our websites rnlawgroup.com and immigrationgirl.com have an awesome day